Happy Wednesday, everyone, and thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we're going to be talking a lot of Jed Fish today as there's going to be a signing day press conference, and we're going to be talking some Arizona basketball, what you need to know for the Oregon schools. But let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and a happy Wednesday. I am your host, Mike Luke. Show is brought to you by FanDuel, as you know. Okay, now. Arizona football uh, signing day press conference is here, and we're going to be hearing from Chet Fish later today. But figured I uh, needed to give you a little bit of a rundown on the cra- class, class. Class, give you a primer on who you should know, what positions they're at, all of that good stuff right there. So the first thing, let's just start at the quarterback position. First thing you need to know is that uh, Braden Dorman is really, really good. Um, I'm not really breaking any news right there, but Braden Dorman is very good. Um, now again, four-star point guard or point guard, four-star uh, uh, quarterback out of Colorado, big-time arm, can sling the ball pretty much all over the place, can do a lot of different stuff out there, and you know he fits right in with what Jed Fish has been talking about from day one about how he wants guys that are able to, uh, you know, he wants guys that are smart guys that are able to uh, do a lot of different things out there. And he, you know, so, so far he's been that guy right now. I think that, um, uh, you know, he and Noah Fafita in a year is going to be a very, very interesting, uh, very interesting um, competition right there because both of them are obviously very good. And at the same time, um, you know, they're drastically different guys. Braden Dorman's six foot five, typical, bro, uh, you know, uh, prototype, a drop back passer. Then you got Noah Fafita, who's about five eight, but has a rocket arm, can move around, can do all that stuff that you really need him to be able to do. Um, he, uh, you know, he, they're both big time, but the quarterback position, I think, right now is set and it's very, very good. Um, I am, uh, I'm curious to see exactly, you know, how this plays out going forward. But right now, I think that it's fair to say that Arizona is in a very good spot at the quarterback position. Um, now, some of the other stuff that I thought was uh, fascinating um, at the uh, now at the running back spot, you got Brandon Johnson. Um, Arizona is obviously loaded at the running back room. We already know that. Everybody knows that. But Brandon Johnson is another guy that. Um, You put in there, he's fast, he's speedy, he can move around, he can do a lot of different things. He fits right in with what we've been talking about from Jed Fish about how he wants to have that culture of having guys in there fast, guys who are able to, you know, really make plays, um, uh, being able to make plays and, um, you know, do do it the right way, I guess I'll put it to you like that. All right, now, at the wide receiver position then, um, you've obviously got a loaded, an absolutely loaded uh, uh, wide receiver unit already. So, you know, again, not really breaking any news right there. But 
couple of the other things that I think people need to keep an eye on, though, are first and foremost, you've got, uh, you know, you've got Mario Wilson coming in. Uh, Ex-Utah commit, depending on which service you look at, could be a four-star kid, um, could be a high three-star kid. Either way, though, he's good enough for Utah. He's good enough for me. That's where I'm leaving it right there. Um, big time. I think he's got some big time potential to him. And again, I think, uh, you know, the, the best is yet to come for him as the cliche goes. Now, some of the other thing, uh, um, but Mario Wilson, big one right there. Jackson Holman as well. You got a bunch of different guys. So we'll find out exactly where that stands. But right now, I, I would say never worry about the wide receiver position because the wide receiver position, I think, is one position under Jed Fish that Arizona should always be set at. Um, now. Some of the other thing, um, uh, some of the other things that I think people need to look at. Then, offensive line. Now, again, Arizona hit the ball out of the park last year with the offensive line from uh, Joe, from Big Jonas Savanea to Wendell Moe to uh, you know guys like that. They were able to get guys in. They were able to contribute and contribute immediately. Um, now. Some of the other players or people that I think you need to also keep an eye on are, um, and you might say to yourself, uh, who, Robert Polito. That's a guy that, uh, you know, the offensive tackle position right now is definitely open. And I think when it's definitely, you know, and not only is it definitely open, I think that there is, uh, I think there's some potential right there for a freshman to possibly come in. Now, I think the thing that, uh, the thing that does, I think, you know, bring you back a little bit, is that, um, you know, uh, Raymond Polito is not going to be on campus early. So that's something that I think, you know, obviously is less than ideal. But at the same at the same stage, though, this is a kid that was committed to Alabama. And the fact that he was committed to Alabama um, show, tells you something. And it wasn't that Alabama dropped him either. So, again, he's got, uh, you know, there's some real there's some real potential right there. Um, now what I do look at though, and I think for, uh, I think that, uh, you know, you look at is the interior line is pretty much set big Jordan Morgan is good. Uh, should be good to go. And then at the other tackle spot, um, there's going to, it's going to be interesting. You got Sam Lange, you got Joe Borjon, you've got, uh, all kinds of different dudes right there that can uh, possibly step in. And Raymond Polito is right there in that group as well. So again, Lots of different stuff that uh, you can look at and um, point to a positive direction for Arizona athletics, to put it mildly. Now, um, now some of the other things that uh, I think we need to keep an eye on are the defensive side of the ball right now. Because, again, Arizona's defense started picking up towards the end of the season last year and that you were forcing, turnover, forcing turnovers. You were uh, making some plays happen that hadn't happened in the past. Um and I think that that's something, obviously, to, that you should be uh, very, uh, very impressed by. Now, got to get better players, obviously, and they continue to get better players. Last year, you got guys like a Jacob Manu, an Ephesians Price, a Takario Davis, all players that uh, were able to um, make uh, make very quick make very quick impacts. Um, now, you might be saying to yourself, um, where? Uh, you know who could be those guys this year? First of all, we got to talk about the uh, the elephant in the room. That's Justin Flo. Uh, as Greg Biggins has said, 
uh, this is one of the best, uh, this is one of the best high school linebackers out West in the last 10, 15 years. He's that good. I mean, he's just, he's got a big time presence about him. He's got that type of ability to him. Um, but you know, a couple things that I think you also need to know though, is that, um, he was injury. He was a little bit injury prone. He's in here fresh start. I think that he's going to have a wild or fantastic career here at the U of A. And then the guy right next to him, you've got Leviticus Sua. Leviticus Sua, um, along with uh, Jacob Manu and Justin Flo, you've revamped your entire. You've revamped your entire. Uh, you know, linebacking core, which is something that yeah, I think you know you need to look at, and you can't just take lightly. Because again, you got to be able to get the right players in there, and so far Arizona has been able to do that, and I think that's a uh, obviously a very good thing. Now at the defensive line position, last year you got guys like uh, uh, Jacob Ngaika, Tai Tai Uyagalele, Deuce Davis, Deuce Lane. So now you bring in some guys, some through the grad, some through the transfer portal, like Big Bill Norton. Uh, first of all, great name. And I don't care if he didn't play much at Georgia. That means next to nothing to me, literally next to nothing. He is a, um, he's a player that uh, is, you know, he's big. He can move around a little bit. You put him in there, um, another kind of space eater for lack of a better term. And I think you got something that you can really work with right there. Now, the, but you know, a lot of the D line, I think is going to be through interior improvement. And that's where uh, I think that's where Arizona steps in here, because if you can get guys that can improve you on the interior side of the defense or on the interior or internal improvement, if you can get guys that can improve you on the internal side, then you're really working with something right there. And Arizona's got that. Now, at the defensive back position here, it's also fascinating because, again, it's much the same as the defensive line in that you've already got you've already got a guy in a. Um, already got a guy in Ephesians Prysock who's probably going to start. Then you've got a, a Takario Davis. You've got a trade in Stukes. You've got players of that ilk that are ready to essentially step in and uh, contribute immediately. Um, now, um, I think the uh, think the one thing that people do need to look at is to themselves, you need to say that, all right, uh, you know, who could be those next guys right there? Isaiah Taylor at that safety spot is going to get a ton of run. And not only is he going to get a ton of run, he is, uh, he's a player that, uh, um, you know, is, uh, you could maybe even say that some guys were told that uh, they wouldn't have a starting position locked up because of him. That's what he's got going for him right there. Now, um, at the other spot, then I think you could see a guy like a Genesis, uh, a Genesis Smith, safety out of Chandler. Um, really like him, big kid. I think he's, I think he's fairly underrated. To be honest with you, as a matter of fact, I know he's underrated. It would not surprise me at all if Arizona was, if he was able to come in and Arizona was able to get him in a starting position, get him in a starting position pretty quickly. Because again, that's the kind of talent that uh, that's the kind of talent that he has now. Um, that's kind of where we're at right now. And as the, at the kick returner positions, I'd love to see speedy Luke. I'd love to see somebody like that really kind of take claim to that uh, kick returner spot. But overall, Arizona did what it needed to do this off season to continue to improve. And the thing that I think uh, everyone else also needs to remember is 
that this isn't done. But the way the transfer portal is, you'll have kids that are coming open in the spring as well. And that's where obviously uh, uh, people need to keep an eye on. Now, let's talk about FanDuel. Here's the deal. FanDuel is where it's at. Um, everybody's heard of FanDuel and you heard of FanDuel for a reason because it's awesome. FanDuel.com backslash locked on is you can go on there and get all the latest deals, all kinds of good stuff. And again, check it out. FanDuel.com back uh, locked on, put down five bucks. You can get up to, I, I kid you not, you can get up to $150 in free plays, new customers. Check it out. Again, FanDuel, great stuff. And you know what? Honestly, this is, uh, you know, when you've got something like FanDuel, the reason that it's around is because it works. People like it. It works. So you know what? If it's good enough, it's good enough for everybody else out there. Check it out. FanDuel. All right. We'll be right back with you. We're going to get you ready for this Arizona, Oregon homestand. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got even more to get to now. All right, now the first thing that we need to talk about is Arizona basketball. So again, everybody knows that uh, Arizona really, uh, really didn't play well, to put it mildly, against uh, uh, the University of Oregon up in Eugene. Now, uh, nobody really knows exactly what the... Uh, the status of Infali Dante is, and you know that's certainly something that um, that uh, need to keep an eye on for sure because he's uh, he's very very good. But the one thing that I think a lot of people do uh, know though is that um, Dana Altman seemingly has had Arizona's number, and that's something that I think Arizona needs to try to. Uh, how do I put this? It's something that I think Arizona needs to try to. Uh, eradicate, lack of a better term, don't have a better term, but lack of a better term. Um, and I think with, uh, with Arizona, it all starts with, you gotta be able to, you gotta be able to guard because against Oregon, they just didn't guard. And I think that's what surprised a lot of people. I think a lot of people thought that, you know, Arizona would guard and, but that just, again, that just didn't happen against, uh, that just didn't happen against um, Oregon. Now you're going to be at home. And you've rebounded very nicely. You beat the LA schools, take care of the Washington schools, but you got to be able to hold, you got to be able to hold court, pardon the pun against Oregon, because if you don't, then a lot of this stuff basically goes for a, a lot of this stuff essentially is for not. And I think that's where we need to remember that, uh, you know, right now, Arizona is, um, Arizona is, in that group of about eight people or eight teams that can make uh, that can really make a uh, difference right there. We'll find out though, um, because again, Arizona should blast Oregon uh, State, but Oregon is the one that uh, you always want to keep an eye on because again, they can be pesky. Uh, the Oregon Ducks and they're they're pretty talented. It's actually kind of baffling that they've struggled the way they have because you've already got guys like I said, like in Folly Dante, like. Uh, um, uh, Will Richardson, uh, Jermaine Kuznard has come in and he's been good. Nate Biddle as well has been very, very good. You've had a lot of different players that have come in and, uh, have been very, you know, are pretty talented, but for whatever reason, it hasn't really worked for them. Now in this game, there's going to be certain players that if you're Arizona, you need to have, uh, you need to have be 
for lack of a better term, you need to have them be good. And Umar Ballo, Umar Ballo has struggled this year, has struggled in his career generally against length. And I don't know that that's going to be something that uh, is going to is going to change. Um, and I don't know that it's going to change in this game. But when he does go against those type of teams, you got to be able to find somebody, though, or you got to be able to find some way to be able to score. Again, it's not easy, not saying that it is. It's not easy, but you got to be able to find uh, you got to be able to find somebody, some way to be able to power baskets in or what, uh, you know, whatever the case may be, you got to check it or you got to be able to make it work. Azulis Tabellis, just keep doing what you're doing, Azulis. Azulis Tabellis has been one of the handful of best players in the country. And again, if he is not a, uh, if he's not a, um, let's just be honest here. If he's not a first team All-American, that just goes to show you that there's more, uh, that there's more, um, that there's more national media home cooking for lack of a better term in there because Arizona, because they should be, um, you know, Arizona should be, or Azulis Tabella should be a first team all American. Uh, you know, you can watch it for five seconds and you can come away saying, yeah, yeah, that's the way that it should be. So again, uh, Azulis Tabellas got to be able to, uh, got to be able to continue to ball and dominate there because again, that's what he's been able to do. And it's been very, very impressive. Now, um, let's take a quick break. Let's talk about what a meet win would mean for the University of Arizona. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, let's talk about what a win would mean for the University of Arizona. And if uh, Arizona was able to beat uh, the Oregon schools, I think you're squarely in the top five at that point. And not only are you squarely in the top five, you're also able to look around and say, man, if we take care of business, we're going to be able to, we're essentially going to be able to, you know, be a number one seed. And that's all you want if you're Arizona. Right now, you just want to be in the position where, okay, we're for a number one seed, or if, if you know, if we went out or we have a little bit of margin for error, we can be that number one. We can be a number one seed, and they're at that point right now. You just got to be able to. You just got to be able to continue to do it, um, you know, because teams are going to keep dropping games. We've talked about this a billion different times, but you just got to be able to. Uh, if you keep winning games, you're going to be able to uh, do what you need to be able to do right there. Now, the um, uh, I think the but because. Other teams are going to lose. Meanwhile, Arizona also has a pretty nice little resume right now. But the only thing that's kind of the wart in the resume is that you do have some tough losses. You got to eliminate the tough losses. If you eliminate the tough losses, then or uh, going forward, then I think you're pretty much a lock for a one seed, especially with the way that everybody's losing. UCLA, Kansas, you name it. They've all had recent losing streaks. Arizona isn't immune to that, as we all know. Okay. Uh, Jed Fish is going to be speaking later today. Tomorrow, we're going to talk more about what Coach Fish had to say and all of that good stuff. But as always, have a great Wednesday. Have a great rest of your uh, rest. Of your, we're going to be with you day in and day out. You know the grind. You know how it goes around here. So again, have a great day. And as always, thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. And we will 
talk with you tomorrow.